This is a podcast from Rover. Welcome back into Rex, the Saturday edition. Time now to head to the Waimakariri Gorge in North Canterbury where we find the Carter's Tyres Ambassador, one Richard Lowe. Good morning, Lowe. I hear summer's started in your part of the world. Yes, good morning. It has. Um, Thursday, Friday, um, 30 degree days, the old WIMAC. There's not a lot of water coming down it. Uh, the kayakers training for the coast to coast uh, have to be very picky with their route. Yeah, I see. Okay, so uh, pretty hot though, pretty hot? Yeah, 30 degrees. Yep. Uh, I would say over the other side of the river, the last two or three days, a lot of um, harvesters will have been uh, working and uh, it's good to see and I, I would suggest they should have reasonable yields this year. Yeah. Now, Bex, I'm going to tell you a little bit of a story. A couple of years ago, uh, three years ago maybe, and uh, in those days when, when Lowe was on the show, he came up to Auckland and one day he came up to the Auckland, and it's the only day in my life I reckon I could have given Lowy, you know, a decent seeing to with the old fist, because he was, he could hardly move, and he was like, <gasps> I can't breathe. Now he had a horse. Now this was this was this was young Colin, right, Lowy? If I'm right, the horse was mother called Colin, of. mother of Colin. So mother, the Drysdale mother of Colin, the Drysdale. The reason I bring up Colin because I felt very sad when I saw a picture on Instagram of Colin's been sold and he's on his way up north. But the mother gave Lowy what a good couple of kicks or bucked you off or something. And no, I, uh, threw me, threw me. We'd just broken her and went for a good ride one day, Bex, and went very well. Next day I got on, went for another, and did something wrong. I ended up flat on my ass or flat on oh. my shoulder. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it oh hit the ground. Old people don't hit the ground that well these days. No, you no. Ba- you didn't bounce so well. No, he, no there was no bounce whatsoever. <laughs> no, there was yeah. no bounce whatsoever. And, um, you know, uh, we talked about the four shearers from Share for You showing some intestinal fortitude. Bex uh, Lowy showed some then to get up to Auckland and do the show that day, but he was most uncomfortable. Anyway, that leads to Colin. Uh, the Clydesdale has now been sold north, and you've got a bit of other stock leaving the farm, Lowy, because you're having a bit of a lifestyle change. Yeah, yeah. First of all, um, Colin, we we sold him uh, unbroken to Phil Higgins. He did a fair bit with him on sold him, and he's just ended up at um, going up to Northland for fourteen k. So yeah. still a wee bit green, but a very very uh, nice young horse. Yeah, beautiful. Oh, there you go. And you've got your yeah. uh, your beautiful cattle and your and your and your sheep. All all are they are they going to find good homes? Yeah, what about the start? Uh, we, yeah. we can only but hope. Uh, yeah, we're sold um, here just before Christmas, and uh, the alpaca farmers have bought us out, so their exchange rate was slightly better than anyone else's, so they won the race. Yeah. And uh, yeah. so the Doonies had, had the sale, ram sale, which went very well uh, pre-Christmas also, but now it's time to move them all on, so... If there was anyone out there wanting to a few good fine walled uh, animals to enhance their flock or carry on even breeding the rams, yeah, well, there's an op- opportunity here for us, uh, an aspiring stud breeder to you know pick up and carry on the good work that you've been doing. Yeah, I suppose uh, you know I've had um, clients buying rams now for twenty odd years, so must be doing something wrong and they come back each year and buy them they, they're dual purpose sheep of course but you know they you know everyone says what sort of land are they suited to well i think any animal if, um 
you look after them can normally uh, suit most areas. Put it that way. I, mm. I think um, there's a big chance for them to go go locally. But if someone a bit further afield wants to inquire, by all means. Yes, yeah, sort of upper Hawke's Bay, lower Hawke's Bay, upper Wairarapa might be an option. Anyway, moving oh, along. I don't know about that. Yeah. How are the stock prices overall looking at the moment, Lowy? Um, yeah, they've fallen a wee bit, you could say. As traditionally, this time of year, they do come back from Christmas on, on especially lambs, etc. Use when the you know flood of animals come on on uh, screen for it. But you know, I just got a good news phone call on uh, Friday morning. I've got ewes that have been booked in since uh, mid mid November. They're going on Monday morning, so that you know. But they have probably come back, you know. Back then, when I booked them in, they're probably worth mid six dollars a kilo. They're probably worth mid three dollars a kilo now. So you know, average you thirty kilos on your hook. It might have come back ninety bucks, but yeah. Hey, that's that's what happens. Yeah, that is farming as we know now. Situation around the uh, the Fonterra Bobby calf story. What's the feedback you've been getting on that? Yeah, that's an interesting one because I know. Um, a lot of farmers chose to use um, a, a beef uh, bull instead of a Jersey bull so they could rear a few extra calves. But, you know, that probably didn't work as well as some had hoped because, A, rearing calves is a time-consuming. You need staff. The staff aren't out there, etc. And then, you know, uh, you really, if you're going to rear them, you have to make a profit. And a lot of people that just calf ra- uh, raise calves anyway for, uh, didn't do it this year. So it's an interesting, what will they do? Um, you know, they're only talking about the ones that get put down on farm, really, you know, because they're still, they still kill a lot of, you know, the uh, major meat processes still kill a lot of bobbies. And bobbies uh, that go on the bobby calf truck are normally four plus days old and they go for veal uh it's just the ones that get put down on farm that aren't probably in good health or have other problems with them but um yeah it's it's a difficult one and you can paint pictures but you know where will it stop yeah 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 exactly where do you draw the line uh, in the sand, Rightio, Lowy. Well, you, you obviously, Wendy, you're sort of. Well, you're sort of. You're heading into town. You're sort of. Yeah. Are you retiring? Where are you, where, where are you going to? Have we got a life sentence block, as Dom calls it, or are you? Are you going to be a town? No, I haven't got. A, I haven't got any. I haven't got anywhere yet. <laughs> I'm like caravan park. We're going to buy a caravan. Well, what's your um, ideal? What? Where would you like to be? Where do you imagine yourself? It's probably. It's probably um, a couple of years earlier than I anticipated, but you know when you look at it, you know pre-pandemic we bought a nice section up uh, on the hill behind Horswell there, Redmond Spur, <coughs> and we've got the abil- uh, ability now to you know look at um, building a home up there. Uh, but I would suggest you know by the time you get design and everything done. If you're building this time next year, it'd be good. But then you're sort of 12 months before you get into it. So I'll basically have to find something or somewhere to go for a couple of years. Oh, you look, to tell you what, Lo, you and Shane are more than welcome to come and live with Sarah and I in Auckland. We've got a big rambling place, you know. You could defer some of my costs and you could be an Aucklander for a while. I, think I can't really imagine yeah. you living in Auckland, Lowy. No, I've got a, uh, Hamish, I hate to say it, I have got a slightly better offer 
come <laughs> September, October next year. Oh, uh, next year, this year. Oh, isn't it this year? Oh, this year, sorry. Yeah, yeah it's coming yeah, around. Spring. So what, you're going to have three yeah. months in the south of France. Well, you are anyway. an absolute rhymes with banker. You, <laughs> three months in the south of So you're going over to the World Cup, Lovey? Yeah, a couple, we're going to spend a couple of months over there. Yeah, um, yeah a few of, there was a murmur or rumour that the 87 French side might like to have a bit of a reunion. So I know there are three or four of that 87 team heading over there, including myself and Joe Stanley for a starter. And I suppose JK will be over there and a fair few others uh, that live, probably live in uh, that side of the world. But it'll be, it'll be great to get over there, be part of it, not necessarily oh. go to all the games, but just spend a bit of downtime. Hey, Lowy, who? so you guys, the 87 team, who are obviously a team that got on a hell of a well and a good squad, and that French side, uh, through you and through Foxy and AJ and that, I've got to meet a few of those over the years, Frank Manel, Philippe Salar, and, uh, you know, there's some good buggers in that team too. I reckon the two sides together, that'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? A, you know, so you'd remember, you know, the, the was it Garraway and um, was Benazi in that team? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, when I first started playing um, international teams, I, you know, I can remember for playing for Marlborough, it was, <laughs> yep. playing the French time and Dundee. Duntrans, De Broca yeah. and Garraway were the front oh, row. Yeah. And yeah. young Johnny McDonald, uh, young then, old like me now, but uh, Johnny McDonald, Ken Hart and myself were the Auckland, uh, the, the Marlborough front row, and yeah. we were in our very early 20s, oh. and they were in their mid-30s. Yep. And they put up with us for 90% of the game and then dispatched us. <laughs> I just have to let you two talk about this because oh, no. I have, no, I, this is no. way, so way is, um, Bex, too early Bex. for no, mine. No, 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 Bexy, <laughs> you can join in on this. It's, a, it's that dark art and it's a time when there were uh, many, many scrums in a game. And, and as you know, at some point, as Lowe has just pointed out, their gnarly old front rowers would tolerate the young guys, you know, having a crack at them and everything, and then they might just go, right, time, show time. And then they take one or two scrums and you'd be, yeah. No, it's a... It's, dispatched. Yeah, dispatched. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, Bex, I tell you now. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. Yeah, yeah fantastic. <laughs> hey, Lowe, uh, all the best uh, with the uh, busy time coming up and keep up the great work out there as Carter's yeah. Tyres Ambassador, and we'll catch and, up soon. Yeah. And I believe we are going to catch up in a month or so. Um, you know, I'll be at the field days. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, the field with, days. With Carter's tyres. Yeah. And I believe your clan are coming down. Yes, we'll be yes. there. Stand we by. Are. Stand by. We're coming. <laughs> like, Louis could be our, um, he could be our Rugby World Cup correspondent. Oh, well, I think that's there. already in the pipeline, isn't it? I is was it? thinking actually I've got a good I've got a good marketing ploy. I, you, I say to any list with Hamish Mackay this month and you come to the World Cup with them because I'll just say, you know, make twenty grand commission. I'll pay for them the person give half to the person that can come to the World Cup with me. I might be taking six or eight to the World Cup. See, this this yeah, yeah. thinking outside I, um, the square. Good, Hamish. I went online the other morning, Monday morning, for the resale tickets. Yep, and thinking, um, what can I get? Of course. All Blacks France, there was nothing there. But apparently, the All Blacks France, when they went on sale, they're between four and six hundred euros just for an average seat. Yep. Yep. Yeah. My parents are going to that game, and that's the only one they're going to. Uh, but Dad just said that the cost, and obviously yeah. you're not guaranteed that the All Blacks are going to be in. Far I mean, ho- from it. Hopefully Rex. they will, but 
Yeah, I think they just couldn't uh, justify it. So, yeah, they're going, and I still thought, well, that will be a great game to go to, won't it? All, all Blacks, yeah. France. And then they're touring around and doing a few other bits and pieces. But, yeah, I, I didn't even realise they were going until a week ago. Ah, that's uh, nice. That's nice, yeah. I'll give you, I'll give <laughs> you a nice little, time. I'll, I'll give you a little tip, Max. Invest heavily in Lotto rather than going to watch the All Blacks play in a World Cup final. There you go, I, that is... I'd choose neither, Hame. Yeah, there you go. That is our Carter's <laughs> Tyres Ambassador. Thanks very much, Lowy. We'll catch up soon. Uh, this is Rex Rural Exchange. Don't forget, uh, coming up to kick off our two, part two of our show, we're going to be catching up with... Uh, the one and only, he's a good man. He, of course, uh, he's a vice president, is that right? A vice chair of, of, of you know, um, uh, Wayne Langford of Feds. God. Yes. Yeah, yeah, bring me up to speed on that. And, of course, heavily involved in Meet the Needs. Sensation. Well, he's the founder or the, yeah. he's the head of Meet the Needs, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, sensational human being. Also is John Pemberton, Ag Proud NZ Chair. Um, we really like the work Ag Proud do. And we're going to catch up with the one and only. Katie Milne, World Farmers Organisation Vice President uh, out of the west coast of the South Island, New Zealand. Absolutely outstanding. Lake Brunner and R. Green, Richard Green, our weather expert, will uh, wrap up the show with a look at uh, the weather that's been. And he does that, of course, in the Sunday edition as well. All that and more coming up here on Rex Rural Exchange.